1: See, si, señor, I would like the
0: Poyo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just gonna pour myself another bourbon and just let <laughs> this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Calm down. It's Brian. a great it's a great day. Brian
1: Chesco. Yes,
0: it is. Gunners win. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Win is a win, Scott. True. And let me tell you something. The promoted clubs haven't really been playing like promoted clubs of late. They've all been tough. They've all been tough outs. We'll see how Liverpool does against one next week. So I'm, I'm sure they'll be fine. But they're mm-hmm. at they're at Sheffield. And, hey, Sheffield has made it known to everyone that they're up for it. So they're trying to be this year's Wolves. They are. Tenth place so
2: far. It's very early to be talking about place in the table. But they are tenth. It's six
0: games in. I'll points trade, points.
1: I'll trade wolves for blades any day.
0: <laughs> R- right?
1: I mean, I, if you had the choice, I think I'd have a blade. <laughs>
2: mm. I see what you did there. Guys, we can't mess around, though. We can't okay. mess around. We've got approximately 300,000 things on the agenda to cover tonight. There's a lot coming out of game week six. I'm already tired. You hear that, folks? Match week six?
1: Six thousand agenda items for one for each game week so
2: far. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. We've got a lot of your favorite segments. We have a lot of storylines to cover.
0: I got a new segment one that I should have started last year, but it's going to be a recurring theme and I'm going to have a request for our audience because it's going to be a participation thing that they are going to be able to help contribute hmm. to. So, Whoa. all right. I'm I'm excited to to start that. So, 300,001
2: 300, agenda items, because I have no idea what Dave's talking about right Great. now, are coming your way. Are we ready, gentlemen?
1: Sounds a little too involved, but let's go to it.
2: We'll do our best. All right, as we often do, we'll start with the Game Week 6 Dream Team. Do either of you happen to know how many Manchester City players made the Dream Team 11 from game week six? Did either of you look?
0: I haven't looked. That's fair. Wager a guess, I was just about to bring the webpage up. Uh, Five. Brian? Yeah, I would guess five. That is exactly
2: right. And guess what? None of them are named Sergio Aguero or Raheem Sterling. No, you've got David Silva, Riyad Mahrez, Kevin DeBrowne, Nicholas Sotomendi, and your overall top scorer for the game week, Bernardo Silva. You already know how ridiculous this match was. Yes. All you have to do is look at 8-0.
1: 8-0, you're right. Whoscored.com gives ratings for every player. Anything over 7.5 yeah, is can, excellent. Right, you can see it. How many players were rated a 10? Go ahead and guess. Come on.
0: I'm not kidding. And, okay, for anyone who doesn't know who scores rating, anything over a seven and a half is really, really good. Uh, if you score an eight in a game, you are probably the only person in the game who scores an eight, and you are outstanding. You're saying there was a guy multi- – I'm asking you to guess how many players were rated a ten. Four, and that sounds crazy to me. You want to guess?
2: I I no. I have no concept. for Three. That. It's amazing. Three were.
0: That's insane.
1: Bernardo Silva, Kevin Riyad Brown. Mahrez – and Kevin de Bruyne, de Bruyne, were all rated a pure <laughs> ten in this match. Aguero, all he could measure was a measly nine point
0: nine. Wow! Did he crap. suck?
1: Wow! Crap! Crap! Striker. Man, so, sell him.
0: Hey, listen, it, it's one of those things where if you had City players, Scott, and you played them, you were in great shape. No, that's not true, Dave. Oh, it's not.
2: No, because no. I have three, and only one of them played. Yeah. Wow, uh, well you
0: you really fouled that up, didn't you? Wow. Why <laughs> to? Gotta...
2: No, yeah. listen, I Why think everyone that?
0: look, the, the biggest sort of surprise, not surprise of the day was Raheem Sterling not playing. And and I think if anyone just paid attention to midweek for me, I own Sterling, uh, Aguero, and Debrana. So I was definitely captaining someone in this match. I went with Aguero last second because I know that he didn't play at all midweek in the Champions League game. Aguero played all 90. So, I mean... mean Sterling. Sterling played all 90. So, I still played him because I thought, well, even if he subs in, I'll take 30 minutes against Watford at home better than anyone else on my bench. I was wrong. I had a bench player who scored 12. Mm. But... I was right in the fact that Aguero was a proper captain over Sterling.
2: Good. Anything to make of the guys that made the dream team, the five that we're discussing? I mean, well, the only one that really is I mean, discussed in fantasy context is KDB, right?
1: Yeah. Because Bernardo Silva has been in and out of the lineup, subbed off early, uh, did not, I mean, obviously missed week one, uh, was a late sub on what three weeks ago I think only played like 16 minutes or 13 minutes or something like that so no I mean it's the reason why he's a 7.8 he's dropped two tenths why would you keep him I had him to start the season and I sold him as fast as I could so no I I mean a lot I'm sure plenty of people are going to him I'm, I'm sure it's going to be the same with David Silva you know what it's like. As soon as a player does anything, if they kick the ball the right way, now, hold on they get a they get an ownership bump.
0: Da- David Silva, yeah. Let's address him for a second. His last three out of four matches, double digit fantasy points. Yeah, 10, 10, 1, and eleven. That's his last four matches, and then yeah. the one was the, the the weird game at Norwich. So yeah, David Silva is a seven five. It's a weird price point for me to try to bring him in because I'd have to get rid of his teammate Brown, at the moment. Just the way the way my team is currently well, made up. That's I, a, in other words, I can't get to him.
1: That's exactly it. I mean, Scott, you had Zinchenko. Lots of people had Zinchenko. That's why I part of me wants to say there's not a whole lot to take away from this that we haven't that isn't already said. I which agree. Is, the, the, which is stick with stick with your guy. I agree. Pick one and stick with it.
0: I I, I would just say David Silva is is at seven five, uh, in my opinion, is is worth an eyebrow raise, okay? Because of his last his his performance and his form, you, but you're right, I agree with you. Everywhere else, I'd say, hey, stick with your guys. But that guy stands out to me.
2: And before someone says, oh, Bernardo Silva, you're just chasing his hat trick, not necessarily the case. His last three six four and then this nineteen, so he's shown something coming into this match as well. Uh, both the Silvas have been on the score sheet over the last few matches.
1: Yeah. I, I just feel like Kyle Walker, if you're, if you're one of the almost 20% of people that own Kyle Walker, you're screaming because he was subbed off at like 53 minutes or something.
2: One fantasy point.
1: Right. So he doesn't even get the benefit of the clean sheet. Zinchenko, not, not a hint of an injury, not even in the side. Uh-huh. Along with Raheem Sterling, who's an unused sub. I, I don't think anyone was expecting hardly any of this, especially once it hit five nil. When it's five nil in eighteen minutes, and you kind of know, like, yeah, all the guys that are on the bench are gonna, all the all the key people are just gonna rest today. Yeah, yeah. Let's give some of these other guys a shot. So, uh, yeah, I just I feel like this was. David Silva scored in the first minute. I just De feel like, gave yeah, him a cross, It was perfect. He
0: scored in the first minute.
1: Right. So that's why I'm saying, I, I just don't think... Raheem Sterling's going to... His price is going to drop. It already dropped once. And it's so, going to drop again here before, before the next match week.
0: Scott, you'll be proud of me. I'm hanging tight with him. Interesting. I think it's stupid. It's freaking Raheem Sterling. What are yeah. you doing, people? Yeah. I get it if you want to go to someone else, but... Within the next match week, you're you're going to be, why did I sell him? At Everton? Yeah. I
2: mean, you're not scared about at Everton? No. I no, mean, there, there should be a few matchups regarding Manchester City that you're scared of. No. But at Everton, certainly and, not. And,
0: the, and then they're home to Wolves, at Palace, home to Villa, home to Southampton. Yeah, I just don't think. So.
2: I mean, there, there's,
1: it's it's a who cares who they're playing. I mean, it's everyone else. I mean, I how, how much can they pack it in and, and hold them off? Um, and or not pack it in out Norwich go at him the reverse fixture against Everton the same fixture last season was 2-0 and it was the one where Jesus scored late so I can't remember if that was I I mean I don't have the date right in front of me but I I I seem to think that it was in that run of matches where the Everton defense was Was starting to galvanize a little bit so I think we're I think we're off that now
2: Brian you had uh, some thoughts on on what Pep had to say about Benjamin Mendy, which, by the way, Benjamin should, Mendy
0: gets a start here.
2: We should mention Benjamin Mendy played in this match. Yeah, we and, should and mention you know Benjamin Mendy played in the match. I said, "Who gives a shit?" Right? You said and guess that's, it. what? Yeah, in he
0: ate nothing, he still did nothing. He got a clean sheet for it. No, he didn't it. get a
1: clean sheet. He, he played one 40, fantasy. No, play. he, could, he played forty five minutes because they're giving him they're they're easing him back in. It should not be who gives who. It should not be that at all, because look, where where was where is Zinchenko? I'll tell you where Zinchenko is. He's exactly where I said three weeks ago he was. He's in not special town. He's in not great player place. Whatever place that is. (laughs) Here is exactly what Pep Guardiola said. All right, fine. Tell me. Speaking of Mendy, he said he has to play and play because we always dream he would be an incredibly important player for us because with him, we can attack more often and in different ways. With him, there is a special quality. Remember, we talked about this, that he is the player that Pep has called special, not O Zinchenko. With him, there is a special quality that only he has in our team. So that is why. With Zinchenko, we cannot attack wide and deep. We cannot because his quality is completely different. With Mendy, we can do it. So that is why hopefully he can be fit and healthy and play. That is to say, though, he's not quite ready for regular full-time starting first team action.
0: I'm going to continue to stay on this. And you can rebuke me, and that's fine. Okay. This is great that we have differing opinions. I'm not questioning that he doesn't have special talent. Yeah. I am questioning his ability for his special talent to keep his special (laughs) ass on the special field. Okay. That is my challenge to him. If he can continue to do that and put up fantasy performances, then I will eat it. And I have no problem doing that. But until then, sure, for heaven's sakes the myth of benjamin mendy is yeah. what i'll call him i mean it's
1: not that's the thing it's 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 the only myth is that his ligaments and hamstrings <laughs> can stay together <laughs> for 6 weeks
0: that's fine
1: so no i mean his it's been on a knee it's his knee so it just that-
0: feels like ages ago he had one fantasy season where it was half a season where he was a must own and it might have been longer than that i don't recall and ever since then it's just it's the myth of benjamin mendy right
1: i totally that part i agree with i i you you want and I, I everyone wants that for him healthy benjamin mendy you also want benjamin mendy that doesn't go to boxing matches the night before a match so <laughs> that that benjamin mendy is also out there maybe somewhere in in specialville
2: but but not at a boxing arena
1: no. Yeah.
2: I'll so go somewhere, but I, not there. I
1: just I just feel like this is they have been very careful. They are they are going to ease him back in. I what I what I do think is that as long as Mendy is anywhere near fit, Zinchenko has no spot and can and could be in or out at any point. I don't know, like right now, who is safer than, than Oda Mendy? No, I agree. I don't know that there's anyone in the defense other than Ederson that's even remotely close to being is that's going to be in there. Well, I,
0: I believe if they have four defenders just healthy, that they're they're probably safe. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, aren't they? They're struggling to get people in there. Fernandinho started in defense in this match at center back. I think right. Correct. So, so I mean, that's not great. I I mean, I, although he's way better than I mean, I trust his decision making over Otamendi's. that's for sure. Yeah, probably so.
1: Yeah. Probably by the time you hear this, Odomendi will have gone up. I think he's as of this moment is still 5.4. That's going to last exactly, uh, one more
2: hour. We need to give out an award here. Uh, we have an award that we give out on this podcast whenever it's, whenever it's warranted. Mm -hmm. Uh, we refer to it as the Brad Guzan award for courage. Yes. Given to a goalkeeper who just endures a horrific 90 minutes sees nothing but shot after shot
0: and it's just trying to survive and just live just trying the match. to
2: survive named after Brad Guzan who had to do that uh, years ago when, when he, was he was with correct, Aston Villa correct,
0: against, against Chelsea. Chelsea that's right five to six goals and Guzan still made 8 to 9 or 10 saves something ridiculous the guy was under fire the entire match anyways scott who is the recipient this week well i think
2: you can guess who it is it's watford's ben foster yes ben gave up eight goals ben and the rest of the watford defense and uh yeah ben only made three saves after letting eight other shots go by but mm. that's okay he he saw 28 shots total in the match and whenever you give up eight goals you're gonna get out get the uh, brad guzan award for courage so ben keep trying to call him ben guzan say ben guzan but ben foster getting the brad guzan award for courage ben congratulations i want you to have something after this horrific horrific man occurrence
1: it's a good thing they had kike sanchez flores on the sidelines imagine what it would have been like if javi gracia had been there yeah
0: yeah that would have been horrible 11 shots that you had to fiercely see on you ben foster i'm sorry bud pretty efficient
2: Before we leave Manchester City, we mentioned that Sergio Aguero was not listed in the Dream Team. Another forward earned that honor. But it's worth mentioning before we leave this club that Sergio Aguero is one of three forwards who scored at least five points in each of the first six game weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, I have this spreadsheet... Anybody could access this spreadsheet. I will make it available to you if you give it a certain level at uh, our Patreon oh, nice. page, patreon.com slash FSFC. You
0: don't let Brian and I see that spreadsheet, do you?
2: No, but uh, if you pay everyone I, I, else, I would. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. But um, what I do is I have some color coding on here, very, very basic color coding. But it shows anytime someone gets five fantasy points in a game week, it's marked as green. Sergio Aguero is one of the three forwards in the Premier League who have nothing but green all season long. His scoreline, 5-6, 13-16, 6-9. Any guesses from you two gentlemen as to who the other two forwards are who have scored at least five points in each of the first six game weeks?
0: I have not looked officially, but I, I feel very confident that I know them. Okay, who is it? Dan? One of them is my boy. Pierre Emick or Mommy And the other one is the boy I talk trash on. Who would be Callum
2: Wilson? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Those are the two yeah. guys. Yes, Callum Wilson and uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang are also there. I want to tell the story of Callum Wilson, and and we need to discuss Callum Wilson one last time, probably unless there's one a further last time. I'm sure well, we'll
0: discuss him again. It.
2: I mean, maybe, but we've discussed him at length. He's kind of the enigma of this of this fantasy season, though. Uh, we've talked about him because he's dropped two tenths in price since the start of the season. But he is, as you mentioned, Dave, one of the three forwards, as you know, alongside Aguero and Aubameyang, who have scored at least five points: five, 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 13 and seven uh, are his. Uh, that's his scoreline so far on the season. Gone down two tenths, as I mentioned, but forty overall fantasy points throughout six weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Brian, what do we make of this?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, normally you are saying. You know, we, we've said it's like a rule, you know, as soon as a player doesn't have a return for... You, you start to you start to get it, the itchy trigger finger whenever it's two weeks in a row where you get nothing. Once you hit the third week, usually it's... I mean, it's the exact opposite. If a player does it twice in a row, you're like, oh, man, I, I'm missing it. And then if it happens three times in a row, Tammy Abraham or or Pookie so far this season, that's exactly it. You're like, what am I doing? I sh- why have I not made this move? And yet... You, like you said it's minus 0.2 it hasn't and it hasn't really like I, it hasn't really affected his transfers in and they have a decent schedule yeah so that's the that's the part of it that for me is like no one's buying this which is really no one's odd.
0: buying his consistency yes like i i'll give him credit i no, i'm still gonna throw a monkey wrench in there as I would like to do, but look, he has been good. I, like look, he's been. Hey, listen, all you want from a striker, honestly, most of the time, because you know you're going to get some big days. Yeah. But if you can get consistency, you'll take that, right?
1: Right. I just think after the you know after uh, uh, the obvious moves, uh, as players who are cheaper are Tammy Abraham and Timu Puki. If you've sold. If that was your move, was to go from Callum Wilson to Pookie or to Tammy Abraham, you're thrilled. Even though you're watching Callum Wilson's points kind of compound every week, yeah. it's still a plus move, no matter what point you you made the move. You, if At the beginning, maybe there were some suckers who swapped him for Ashley Barnes or something, and at first, you're probably like, hey, this is not too bad because the money made sense, and now that Ashley Barnes blanked in four weeks now or whatever, it doesn't Feel as good or three weeks now, but you want to you want to know what I think you don't
2: like? Yes.
0: Can I tell you what I don't like? Yeah, go ahead. My will be less, much less statistical than yours, I'm sure. Yeah. Again, I don't know how you argue about the consistency, but my guess, I would argue, is he's sixth in overall scoring forward, it, for forward forwards. Scoring. Yeah. Right? Aguero, Pukki, Abraham, Abamyang, Firmino all have more fantasy points than Callum Wilson, even though he's been uber consistent and you know a lot of those teams I like them better overall offensively than I do Bournemouth. They just the other most of the teams save Norwich have more talent go ahead Brian. well just that and then this week you know his
1: seven is uh, one of the garbage it's time, yeah, yeah. Oh, he really Hinton
2: won Bournemouth three, but his that third goal came very late and was very fortunate
1: you know on the scale of the lucky charms leprechaun. You know, to Hugman's son being ruled offside, I'd say it's way closer to
0: lucky. <laughs> I'm glad that um, you mentioned that. Y- no, you, but you listen, that little bar. in a, there.
1: Here's what I want you guys to do: tell me, just guess how many Bournemouth players have taken more shots than Callum Wilson, just his teammates.
0: I would say, I'm trying to think who, but, but I feel like I'm. I Harry feel like Wilson
2: has taken more.
0: I, yes, I, I would say Harry Wilson. I would say Josh King and um, I guess I would have to have a name if I'm going to throw three out there. Uh, David Brooks, I'm kidding. That's a joke. No, don't, don't
1: bring him into this. The answer, is, pr- the answer pr- is two. It's okay. two. It's a, Harry it's Wilson and Philip Billing <laughs> have taken funny. more. funny, I was
0: about to say probably not Billing.
1: Have taken more shots than Callum Wilson's seven. Wow. He's tied with two of his teammates in, sh- in shots on target. Guess who those two players are? King Gosh, and King, King and Billing, Nathan Ake, <laughs> and Dominic Solanke. Wow! wow. But guess that just how many? Tells me
2: there's room for him to still grow. Guess there's, how many? The higher ceiling. Here. Guess like how many of Callum
1: Wilson's? Guess how many of his scares me, Scott. Yeah, but guess how many of his seven shots have been on target?
0: All seven, probably. they are close. I'd say five. It's six. Okay. Look, you
1: can do the math. In six game weeks, how many average shots per match this is for him? It's seven awesome. shots and In six weeks. Yeah, sure. I mean, I just think like and he's really lucky this week to get the goal. I'm not like that's exactly it. You you love the final product and points are points. It's just it just seems like he's gotten a whole heck of a lot okay out of nothing.
0: So what so so what would you Advice be to a Callum Wilson owner.
1: Well, see the thing that I liked about Callum Wilson is that he doesn't necessarily need to score, because he, last season he's a, he's more creative. Like he, you know, ends with a decent number of assists. Like you think he's a, you know, I'd say like a, a like he's getting the like the creative points. This season he has nine key passes. You know who else has nine key passes? A key pass being a pass that leads to a shot. Rico.
0: Tom cleverly. I just wanted to add Rico in there.
1: Well, we'll n- nine key passes is the same number that Christian Atsu and yeah. James Ward Prowse have had. Eric Lamella. Yeah. That's the category that you're talking about. Yeah. So it's not like super creative. He's created zero big chances for his teammates. None of his assists are real. Like his FPL, it's FPL assists. <laughs> so it's he, not has, he has, he has, right. He's not assisting in real life. So, like I said, I just think it's not like other players you can point to and just say, "Of course they're doing really well. Look at the numbers." Or you just say like this guy's really unlucky because the volume of what he's doing and actually contributing. Like you can't look at Kevin De and <laughs> and see those numbers that he's putting up and think like this guy is just off the charts. Like the most he's creating the most Advantage for his teammates. And so you look at that, and you just... Or Trent Alexander-Arnold's the same way. Off the charts, statistically, and the returns are, are following.
0: So what am I supposed to take from this? I'm just saying... Like, you gave me so much information, it feels like against him. What am I supposed to make of this? I
1: just think if you have him, Does you're, he fit you're, you're probably still just rolling with alexander him. alexander look, look. gluck, gluck, gluck. I just Is he
0: fit in that team?
1: I just think... That this is, that he's gotten a lot of stuff, and it just can't.
0: It, I, like, it if might it, run out. If
1: it keeps going like this, that is amazing. Okay, but I why see,
2: can't that's it go? That's what the, I was trying to get to. But why can't it go the other way? Why can't the real results start coming in? Why can't I get skillful braces instead? Why does it have to be
0: downhill? It might fair? not be in his bag.
2: Sure, we I, know what he can do. We know he
0: scores goals in this league. I mean, he—you're he, right. He can get twelve. He can get twelve to fourteen. And didn't we say that his 14, fourteen last year last was his year. max? He's done it once, so he—he could, he could do that again.
1: He the, could. And they have—they still—they do have. You know, David Brooks is is nearing health. If you care what Junior Stanislaus
0: is doing, no, he's getting only, closer. No. I'm just saying, like his health record is. I just thought, actually worse than Mendy's. Look,
1: look at Ryan Fraser. Ryan Fraser doesn't start again because Harry Wilson is in there. But did it matter? Not one cherry no. had more than one shot in this match, and that's been pretty consistent for through six weeks. Wow. It could pick up, I guess, but it just doesn't I mean, who knows? Maybe the volume maybe the volume increases at some point.
2: Ending Callum Wilson's discussion on a positive note, Dave. Uh, We do a points-per-pound team all season long. Sure. We will be doing that. We've been doing it since game week one. Yeah. Still early, but it is starting to crystallize a little bit more each week. Uh, Regardless, Callum Wilson is new to the bench. Okay. For the points-per-pound squad, he is your third-highest forward in terms of points per pound, behind only Pookie and Abraham. I was going to wow. say it had to be those two. Yep. Right. And so that's, I mean, there's something to that. If you if you're going after points in the midfield and you're going after value
0: up front, Callum Wilson belongs in that conversation. Understood. Hey, real quick, last thing before we hop off cherries, Rico got Ryan his second start in a row. Yeah. He's up a tenth. I'm only bringing I'm only bringing this up because if you're trying to look, look, Scott some people probably haven't used their wild card yet i have brian has you have not i just activated it for game week seven have you really yes okay so this is some information that might be pertinent to you rico is someone that has been 4-0 i've had him on my team all year i kept him through my wild card brian made it apparent to me weeks ago that hey look charlie daniels is probably not going to be in there, and, and Rico might have a chance to come back in. He's played two weeks in a row, had an assist in both weeks. I'm not looking for Bournemouth clean sheets, but Rico seems to play advanced and have scoring chances. Mm-hmm. Is that fair, Brian?
1: Yeah, the only the only guy he's got to hold back now is Lloyd Kelly. I know.
0: Okay, so tell me, do I need to worry about this Lloyd Kelly it's guy? Just that
1: Lloyd, Kelly was, Lloyd Kelly was having the preseason that, that I'm sure the Cherries wanted out of their what, 13 million pound signing from Bristol City. And he just, he had a bad ankle injury and he's only now back to fitness. So Lloyd Kelly's treating this like that's my spot. So I, I mean, so I would look I need- for him as soon as he is, as soon as Eddie Howell deems him healthy, that's the guy I would expect you see.
0: You think he's gonna come right in? I I don't but know. I, I mean,
1: look, there. Look, Kyle Wilson said this week he called he called Rico's he called, he referred to his wand of a left foot. So I mean, this is uh, everyone kind of recognizes that Rico's got quality. I just think it's gonna. I mean, it's a competition. He's mm-hmm. coming off two decent performances. Rico, Dave. Rico couldn't beat Charlie Daniels in the first few weeks. It took an injury to Charlie Daniels. Well, he for started him to the be first in. match. Yeah.
0: So, I I don't know. It. I I hope. I hope for Rico's sake and fantasy wise. I feel like he's a he's an easy own. He's an he's an easy enabler at yeah. four. At 4-0. Oh yes, for sure. And I think like I think Scott. I think you said you're. I have him as a four zero, but you're right. He's gone up to four one. Yep. So well, if you're a Martin
1: Kelly owner and you don't have Rico, yes, and you need point. and you need a move that's a that's a even. a, la- that's an a good even lateral up. move yeah. at the moment. Get Martin Kelly out of your lineup, but well, there's no point. Yeah. No. Unless unless one of the guys in front of him gets
2: hurt again. Yeah. Agree. We can't actually leave the Bournemouth match either until we acknowledge Aaron Ramsdale being the goalkeeper in the Dream Team with 10 points, despite not getting a clean sheet because he assisted the yeah. Callum Wilson goal late that's, in the match.
0: That's crazy. So
2: Aaron Ramsdale is also the goalkeeper on your Dream Team. Wow. Moving right along... Burnley two, Norwich nil. I bring that up because your highest scoring forward in game week six was Chris Wood of Burnley. Not Ashley Barnes, Yeah, but Chris Wood. Another hey.
0: prediction. Look, when I get a prediction right, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yep. I know I didn't say this publicly last week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone out there can be like, oh, sure, Dave. Yeah. I see what you're doing. So really. I'm going to say that. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying This that. is an
1: excellent <laughs> prediction. But
0: I will say this uh, to the one person who would love to see me be wrong on more things than anyone else in my life is my brother Matt. Uh-huh. I said to him earlier in the week as we talk most, we talk daily most of the time. I said to him uh, that when I told him I wasn't starting Cantwell, he's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, okay, I I have Pope and Lauton on my team, so like I don't. It, it's stupid in my opinion." To have Pope and Lauton going against Cantwell in the same match, I said. So, so what I like to do is just completely go one way or the other. Lauton. 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 Lauton.
2: Lauton. Listeners are screaming Louton. for Brian and I to correct you, and, and we shared a look. Great. Listeners, I want you to know that as soon as he said the first Lauton, <laughs> Brian and I looked at each Louton. other and shrugged. Dave was in his there, own world. He missed it.
0: There's my I dumb Americanism. I
1: think it's Lockton, like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go continue Luton. You're talking about You're saying that you have Pope and Loughton I am Pope and Loughton You're Pope and Loughton I'm Pope and, and, and Loughton And you're not You're not throwing a can I'm not canting yeah.
0: yeah And so anyways Matt said My brother Matt said You're crazy I said well look My opinion is Norwich just came off A massive win Oh, yeah. This was so, a classic th- letdown match. At Turf Moor, mm-hmm. it just seems too easy that, that Burnley's going to win this. Two, two I, I said 3 nothing, but it was 2 nothing.
2: And and not only was this a letdown match, this is a Burnley that plays far differently than Manchester City. Norwich had to prepare an entirely sure. different way, and they were not prepared to do that. Well,
0: I, I mean, far, Farka, far-ka. So, like, I love that guy, yep. Farka said that, that they were going to go after it. You we, just love his greasy hair. Burnley, <laughs> dude, he's a stud, man. He's a physical specimen. Just look at him. So it, bottom line is... Flores
2: is to me as Farka is to you. Anyway. Oh,
0: man, those long, greasy locks. <laughs> love that.
2: Always, always at
1: home in a trench coat. Just That's the it. thing you want to say about a guy.
0: <laughs>
1: Living the Fark life. <laughs> make some make some window decals <laughs> <laughs> okay this,
0: this year's t-shirt Anyways, Dave what was your point my point was I got it right all got, right I hey listen my point was I got it right I got that and the Aguero captain right this week okay so, good yeah good for me Todd
1: Cantwell was the post away from another assist here
0: listen I love that kid I'm keeping him he's Lightner- on my team I just benched him this. The, week. uh
1: the the guy who came in for their captain, uh Teddy. Alex Teddy, I think. Subbed off at 13 minutes. Did you just and make that the was, guy up? That's no. what Bark Life said was it, it 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 wrecked their game plan. <laughs> their game plan was you lose your captain in the first 13 minutes, you're already you're already hurting everywhere. He said Tim Cruel had to have a an injection to be able to play. Yeah, he
2: was hurt in the warm up.
1: So this is like all. All I know is that Cantwell was this close. Yeah, I mean he, he Pope was beaten. Well, you Pookie know missed a one-on-one. Hey. It was a great save from Nick Pope. I'm just saying, like hey. there, there's a there's a reason why Todd Cantwell is being bought a lot more this week and not sold.
0: I was still right, regardless of how close they were. That's what matters most. Hey, Dwight
1: McNeil is good again.
2: Yeah, he's just a lot more expensive this season. I was going to
0: say, Scott, it's your
2: boy. Well, he was my boy at 4.5 late last season. He started the year at 6.
0: He's still useful at 6. He's the
2: highest-scoring Burnley midfielder.
0: Scott, I had to think about possibly bringing him in, and I brought in Mount in one of my free transfers this week. I had two this week. You thought about McNeil over Mount? I gave it some consideration. That's how good he's been playing? Mm. I'm serious. I I don't know. I don't know why. I like him. Listen, I'm not opposed to you doing that. Why are you hating on your boy? Yeah, okay, all right,
2: yeah, right.
1: Uh, don't we? I don't think anyone should play the game of Ashley Barnes or Chris Wood.
2: No,
0: neither. No, that's that's it's, yeah. D. None of the above. <laughs> That's the answer. I can to tell the you right question. now, nothing gives me greater joy than seeing Ashley Barnes blank three weeks in a row after scoring or doing something fantasy points wise. His first three weeks in a row, I'm so, so
2: tempted to bring up one of our five bets so
0: far on the season, Dave. And, Ashley Barnes, and, they, and those were
2: I said that Wilson, Callum Wilson, would score more fantasy points than Ashley Barnes. You picked Ashley Barnes. Okay.
0: God, what was I thinking? You
2: were
1: thinking you were trying to you were trying to reverse Jinx Ashley Barnes. I think is I, I did think. that. And hey, I Ashley it. Barnes has subbed off early four times this season. Chris yeah. Wood has only subbed off early twice. I agree. So, and if and like I said, if preseason Chris Wood
0: big if he, big if Chris he sticks Wood around for a while, Chris Wood's going to be a bargain. Seem, big Chris Wood seems to be have that lasting pedigree. He's been he's been very good now.
2: One of the score lines uh, in this past game week was West Ham 2, Manchester United nil. I bring it up because the two Hammers scorers, Aaron Cresswell and Andre Yarmolenko, made the dream team. You asked, and you were right. And, uh, Andre and now. And now. Yeah, guess, Dave, I'm going to go ahead and pat yeah. myself on the back about a prediction that I actually made on the pod, okay. which was Andre Yarmolenko being an FBL stud.
1: Yarmolenko, yes, you did, and Mark Noble. Well, you said that giving plenty of folks something to think about
0: this week. Listen, if Yarmolenko,
1: there's... two goals in three weeks. David, you can't be mad. He had all three bonus points. Hey, I'm
0: not hating on that guy. He nothing hurt me. Well, I, that's not true. Other he, things hurt me. But he led it all. Pained me when Yarmolenko
1: hurt himself last year. Right, and he's back, in a, in a big way. He led all hammers and shots. Yes, and but he only has nine total for the season. You know who else has just nine
0: shots oh, for the season? Tom Cleverly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Tom. I am so sick and tired of hearing that Cornhusker's name. I just Tom think Cleverley. I'm going to say it from now on. I just want you to know.
2: Yarmolenko, as of right now, I mean it's early in the week, but he's in my wild card lineup. He's, I have him in my midfield. I, I West Ham schedule is still very good Six weeks is very good yeah there are a few matchups that you're too concerned about and i'm not saying they're going to win 18 points from those six matches but i'm saying andrea malenka could score in all six of those
1: matches it's just nice to see that west ham has passed manchester united for sixth best team in the premier league
2: i think manuel pellegrini deserves more credit He has put together a squad that is starting to show some results. They're starting to look like everything West Ham fans have been yearning to see for years. It'd be interesting to see if they can can hold it together. They are a great candidate for seventh place this season. But there's no reason why they can't get there with the squad that they have. Yeah, I mean,
1: they did it today. They did it without... Lanzini. Lanzini's got a foot injury. Yeah, that, was, Ma- that one hurt me. Yeah, really annoying. I had
2: four zeros in my lineup this week. It was very that's
1: a, rough. That's a good bet. It's
0: probably a good reason to wild card, Scott. Yeah, that's exactly why I did um,
1: No, the, no Lanzini and uh, Arthur Masuaku, who's been very good, except his reckless, insane red card that he got. Masuaku's been really good, but Cresswell, that's why I think you can ignore the Cresswell goal, as nice as it was. This is Masuaku's team. It's not Cresswell's team anymore. However, they looked really good. You
0: can't find a way to get them both in the pitch.
1: No, because everyone in front of anyone that's in front of them matters more. All Felipe right. Anderson and Yarmolenko and Lanzini and Noble in the midfield, with Allaire in front. Yeah. That, that's that's, Allaire, where, that's who, where the money is. He
2: struggled to to do much of anything. In terms of fantasy, after his two weeks of brilliance, you wonder if he'll be a bit of a flash in the pan forward.
0: I don't think so. Yep. I th- yeah, I think he'll be fine. No. Right. I saw him flex in hey. his shirt, and I saw his
2: 12-pack. Hey, that's that's what makes for a good fantasy forward. Hey, West Ham
1: quiz. Who has more fantasy points for the season, Mark Noble or Gilfie Sigurdsson?
2: Sadly,
0: it's Mark Noble. It has to be Noble the way you set it up.
1: I yeah. did set it up exactly like that. Mark Noble has 19 fantasy points, and Gilfie has 17. Wow. Mark Noble got the assist hey, on the Aaron Hey, but I've owned
2: goal. Gilfie for all 17 of those points. That's really good. Yeah, that's, he'll be going
0: out I, of
1: I my I can't yeah. Yeah, imagine that's going to last much longer.
0: Yeah. I love owning those guys for all their points.
1: Um, do you guys need to talk about Manchester United at this exact moment, or do you want to save that for something else?
2: Rashford out. I'm sure you'll bring him up in our injury roundup later in our pod. Sure. but Rashford, even if he wasn't hurt, and this scoreline stays the same, he would still be out of my lineup with my wild card. He might even have been my free transfer if I wasn't wild carding this. Hey, game. let's also say this: there's not good vibes going on over at United. You know what I thought about though? Uh, I think it was was it, um, and I don't know how you say this. So Brian, you have to help me out. Uh, is it Angel Gomez? Is that how you say it? United uh, is it hell? I yeah. have no idea. He came in as a substitute in this match. And uh, I wasn't listening to the match anymore by the time he came in. But I saw that he came in and uh, and saw him you know, running around out in the pitch. And then that made me think about Daniel James and Pereira and Mason Greenwood and some of these young names that we brought up. Even Aaron mm-hmm. Wan-Bissaka, who's, yeah. who's young and new to the squad. And then I thought about Chelsea. Now, I know that United beat Chelsea in game week one. But since then it's been interesting because even though Chelsea haven't always gotten the results from week to week that that they would hope for and that one would expect from Chelsea, there's optimistic feelings around that club because they're playing the youngsters and you can see the hope and the and the joy of youth and, and the progress that they're making in playing together. And then you look at United and they've got youngsters too. They've got a lot some of them are playing because of injury right now. Injury to key guys, and that's contributing, I think, Brian, to the negative vibes around Manchester United. Yeah, for sure. But in the meantime, you have a lot of young players playing for United, and you don't have any of the positivity that you have at Chelsea. And I was thinking about that this morning, just about how different the feelings are, even though both clubs are really in rebuilding mode right now.
0: They are. Um, It's interesting. I would say, though, that Daniel James has a lot of positivity around him. He might not have had the game today that he would have dreamed up. Rashford getting hurt isn't great. And, and, you know, look, they're in trouble. They're in trouble up front. They had to bring Lingard in because they had no one else to bring in today to play in a striker position with Martial and Greenwood both dinged up. So they're they're in a bad spot. Uh, United United is not in a great spot. And and it's weird. It's funny. So, like, I like United's defense better, even though they're dinged up a little bit compared to Chelsea's. But Chelsea has more going forward than than United does and and look Chelsea right probably right now I I would guess is currently up through 6 weeks is a better team than Arsenal but it's similarly Arsenal looks forward going forward but obviously is maybe the worst in the league in defense in the back right <laughs> well, I mean I don't
2: know if they're worst but I get your point They've been
0: horrible right and so but but the it, a lot of fans see what you just said about Chelsea because, in other words, like there, there's a positiveness at least going forward because we're starting to see things from certain young players, and, and, and so it is interesting. And I, if I'm a United fan, I'm really concerned because you you got to look at the lineup and look at the players on the team, look at the team sheet, and think, what are we doing? We are freaking Manchester United. We make more money than any other club in the world, and no one's close. What are we doing with this with this team? What are we doing? That that's that's what I would say.
1: They, I mean, they cut to Sky Sports on the NBC broadcast here since they're in whatever the partnership is, and I mean, they it was Roy Keane on on Sky with Jose Mourinho, and both of them kind of said the the same thing, like just lack of character, lack of leadership, no silver lining really because the injuries have been so bad. Like Pogba missing is just. I mean that doesn't. The, the, who's the, the I just thought even today when they said uh, that where there was a big burden on Juan Mata to be the creative force <laughs> for them, it's like this is not going to be. This is not going to be good. That's no. true. I, I mean, how is that really how you're hoping this is going to be positive here? I mean, West Ham just controlled so much of the game. And yeah, it's just not. It just feels like a terrible spot.
2: It is fascinating because vibes do matter. Absolutely, you know Liverpool. You've got you've got players. They all know what role they play. You've got a pretty established starting eleven. You've got a pretty established bench, and everybody knows what their role is. And they're all. I mean, you had some guys. uh, You know, we'll talk about Liverpool and Chelsea here a little bit later. But you know, there's some guys going after each other on Liverpool. uh, You know, during this match, and we've talked about Mane and Salah getting into it a couple of weeks ago. But but the vibes are positive around that club. City, same thing. Chelsea, they're working on it. Yeah. Arsenal, it's a little iffy. You know, who we've talked last week about who leads that squad. We, we don't know. Um, and then, you know, Manchester United, it's the same thing right now. Probably the best guy to do it is Harry Maguire, but he's the newest face in the squad.
0: Yeah. It's tough when you're in the new face. That's right.
2: When you're in the new face. Saturday's action started. With Leicester 2, Spurs 1. Ricardo Pereira scored the winning goal. He made the dream team for game
0: week 6. Yeah, he did great. Talking about this game, I want to lead into it with my new segment. Oh, okay. Here my it is. My new segment that's going to start this week. It All might right. not be every single week. Most but of our segments aren't. It's going to be, I would like to think more often than not. Okay. And what I also want to do is, after I introduce it, I want to open this up to our listeners. So what we're going to go with... Ryan, is something yeah. that, that, look, I, I want to give him credit. Mm-hmm. He can't, the word, these two words together are are generic, but he does this as a segment on his sports show, Scott Van Pelt of ESPN. He calls it his bad beat of the week. Yep, yeah. But I want to give this the Fantasy Soccer yeah. FC podcast, the Fantasy Premier League bad beat of the week. And I want the first one to go to you. Herea- hereafter, we might have them. Yeah. But I want our listeners, if they're out there listening, if they're one of the the two of you listening right now, have a bad beat. I want <laughs> you to DM Twitter, message it in via Facebook, and or email it in. Let us know your bad beats, and we will give you a shout-out. Ryan, there haven't been many at least that I've known, bad fantasy beats yet this year. I want you to take us through what happened to you in this match. I mean, everyone (laughs) already knows
1: the feelings that are surrounding the the sun offside ruling.
0: What makes it worse is you're also you were rooting for the Spurs. Of course, I
1: want I wanted, you know, of course would want Spurs to win this game and I, I think that they had, you know, at that point they we clearly in control. I had the momentum going for them. And, of course, the REA goal as a new owner of Serge REA as of this entering into the game week. Yeah. Uh, so you, I, brought,
0: you brought REA in this week.
1: Yes. I owned Kyle Walker Peters prior to this. Okay. And uh, as soon as it was obvious that he was not going to be playing uh, as the Spurs right back, uh, who knows for how much longer. That Serge Aurier was going to be the guy. Uh, That was my direct, just one-for-one transfer. Serge Aurier in. Kyle Walker-Peters out.
0: Serge Aurier scores. And at the moment, Spurs were up
1: 1-0. I was driving. I had it on my phone. I was not watching it while I was driving. I'm not unsafe. <laughs> uh, I was on my way to Joe Beans. I actually saw Scott leave the line of Joe Beans. Oh. Did you? I did, and because uh, it was a very long line. Joe Beans is a local uh, coffee establishment, it was a very a drive-through coffee. Yes, it was a ridiculously slow-moving line. Yeah. Joe Beans. I was
2: going to be late for soccer, Dave. Joe uh, Beans'
1: a soccer us. match. Th- wow, uh, this
0: is all linked uh, together. Yeah, it, isn't we're all it? linked in this. Yes. Okay. So I had was no idea, on. though.
1: I saw Serge Aurier score the goal, and I celebrated the way. The Manchester City fans celebrated the Sterling goal yeah. against against Tottenham in the Champions League, the second leg of the of yeah. the Champions League uh, quarterfinal. It was a quarterfinal, wasn't semis. it? Semis. Was it the semis? Semis. Are you sure? Yeah. Either way, that was the kind of emotion I was feeling because I thought, yes, this is a fantasy move that worked out. Yes. I can't believe not only because then not only I'm like, oh wait, who assisted that? I was thinking it came from Lamella. Yeah. And then, when I realized it was going to be Kane's assist, yeah, then I was even more happy
0: because you own Harris Kane. Because
1: I also own Harry Kane, and so I just thought, this is awesome. Finally, it's paying off. And then the VAR check started, and then the announcer, we you see the still frame as you know the initial the initial shot. Everyone says the same thing. Oh, he's on. Sun is on in the buildup. And then the blue and red lines, the blue and red dotted lines from the it, armpits that drawn happen, uh-huh. and and it's ruled off. The math on it, as far as I can tell, is it is
0: a let's just do instantaneous math. It now, is. There's no way we get extrapolated it it out is, because they're already up one nothing. This would have made it two nothing. Two nothing
1: with with. Foxes with very little momentum, very little going forward at that at point. Spurs. Spurs getting a deserved go-ahead at that point. A two-goal lead.
0: It was at Leicester. It was I'm, at Leicester. I'm wrong. Yes. It was at Leicester. King power. It was at
1: Leicester. Spurs away form has been terrible. They looked the part, though, here, and they were doing great. As far as I can tell, Arie would have gotten six for the goal, He's still on a clean sheet bonus at that point. Two for playing, and he's nearly guaranteed bonus points at that point as well for scoring scoring the goal. Kane already had his wonder goal, his falling down. We haven't even talked about his falling down goal. It it just—it's a lot of points. It was that uh, the. uh, I would say you you could safely say more than ten for both at that point. Easily, And, and it ends with eight for Kane and one for Aryan.
0: It's impossible. So it's it about
1: a twenty-five point. It's swing. a twenty-five points to nine points. It's a, 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 about a sixteen-point swing. Unbelievable. Obviously, you can't be gar- you can't guarantee that Lester doesn't get a a goal late goal at, laid, at right. some point. Sure, and takes away the clean sheet, but Either at that way. moment,
0: it's a twi- it's a sixteen-point. Kane still swing.
1: finished with two got two bonus
0: points here. Right, so that and means so he would he, have been guaranteed to get.
1: Yeah, he was guaranteed three with the assist. Yeah, there was okay. no way he wasn't getting three. So you're talking at least a twelve. For Kane,
0: yeah, at that point. Yeah. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Brian, you have the FPL and, bad beater. And you. I really am glad to, to get that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it, it really makes all of it that much better.
2: You probably feel similar to how Ben Foster feels about his award right now. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Harry Kane for a second. This is the same Harry Kane who for the last three weeks has scored 6, 5, and 8. Mm-hmm. His price has come back down to where it started the season at 11. Mm-hmm. And I know he doesn't need it based on the three scores I just gave you over the last three weeks, but I'm giving Harry Kane the fantasy half point of the week. It's honorary. It's meaningless. But it's an extra half point to Harry Kane because he scored his goal while laying down.
0: His chest was on the ground, Scott. It's amazing. Hey, that... That, I don't know his concentration through that stumbling, bumbling Soyunchu shove in the back as he is, why are you looking at me like that? I said that right. I
2: didn't look at you like anything. You you I looked, looked at, at Brian, Brian
0: like something. I did <laughs> look at Brian. You've
1: said it better before. <laughs> Soyunchi. <laughs>
2: you're saying it like the announcers. You know better.
1: Yes, what Do you're I? saying no, is, it, 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 despite, despite, the, despite falling down. Despite the 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 laying on the ground yeah, bit,
0: it, it it's almost like the whoa oh yeah whoa yeah kind of like like fake like yeah. thing, and he and he freaking scored on it. I even looked up, I saw it. It was weird, you know. Sometimes because you're you're looking at a two dimensional screen, I thought it went wide, and then all of a sudden there's celebration, and and I'm like, did he score that? No, yeah. he did not score that right. Like, I was, I was amazed,
1: and everyone was happy that it went in. All the new Sun owners were happy that it went in because it goes as a Sun assist, so you still get attacking something from Sun.
2: Let me ask a question about Harry Kane because there's, there's a chance I might not be able to make it work to go all the way up to Agüero with my wild card. Yeah. Oh, is you, then, Harry then, Kane an okay consolation prize or a
0: Aubameyang? Absolutely. Yeah, I. But either one of them, I'd, I. I but I like Art. I like Aubameyang better right now. Kane's but, next three but opponents, Kane, Kane's fans yes. are juicy.
1: St. Sure, St. S- Southampton home, Brighton away, Watford home. Yeah, you <laughs> love
0: you love that. I'm not looking. I'm glad I don't have to make that move because I, I don't know who I would choose because I feel like every week you're gonna be looking at the other no, guy. I'm wishing, a little jaded on Aubameyang. That's fine. Then, I owned well, it no, all the wrong times last year. You'll be great with so. Kane. Yeah, no, go with Kane. And that's so I'm hilarious because I, I
1: think if you forced me to pick one, I mean Arsenal gets. Arsenal's schedule is amazing. Next, you know, United next, so who knows how that one's going to go. But then Bournemouth, Sheffield, Crystal Palace, Wolves after that. I mean, it's not. Arsenal's schedule stays good. However, I mean, it was supposed to be great today. I mean, it was supposed to be a walk in the park for them. With and, Villa. And they, I don't know how Squeaked that Sweaked it out. So, no, I don't. The one thing that's good with Kane is that he, had, he took six shots so he was he was far and away the most prolific yeah. of any spur you know four shots on target probably should have done better with a couple of those and like i said i mean how much different are you looking at him if he's if he's got a 12 today goal and an assist and three bonus points changes a lot about the way yeah. uh, harry kane
2: looks he, he would be
0: above wilson which he's not now so
2: Gave out my fantasy half point to Harry Kane. I'm going to now give Scott's stat of the day to a player on the opposite side in this match. Hmm.
0: And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day.
2: The stat of the day
0: is the number 31. 31. 31. The weight of the um, gel bottle that james madison has sitting in his house right. for his hair 31 ounces brian
1: the number of uh the number of minor uh cosmetic procedures in line for brendan rogers in the next uh, five <laughs> to ten
2: years he beats me every time. I, I hate him. It's time I hate him it's the number of shots between goals for james madison 31 and brian While I was watching this match, I actually thought to myself, because the the announcers here in the States brought this up. They brought up how many shots Madison had had uh, between goals. And I thought to myself when when they said that, I said the next goal Madison scores, I'm bringing him in. Because the guy is due. If ever there was such thing as regression to the mean or whatever the opposite for a positive change toward the mean would be, this is it. Is James Madison's... future form something to bet on he has he has looked exactly
1: like he did against spurs every match this season sure he He, hasn't got he has right he has not there has never been a point where he did not look like the dominant creative force for them in any like in every aspect all season long people are
2: buying on james madison he's up to 7-1
0: in price they're still buying him currently
1: yeah, and that's that's true. People were buying him weeks ago, and the schedule is going to make it look even better because the, With the no, exception
2: now, of Anfield in a couple of weeks, their next two opponents between, are not
1: bad. And I would say between now and mid December, it's outstanding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if no, you're, he's right.
1: If you're going by, if you, be, three of the If you're six. going by color coded matchup system,
2: oh, oh yes. Which we don't Leicester do. Leicester
1: Foxes look like they've got a run that is just
0: the Especially juiciest,
1: green, delicious.
2: No, but listen, they're,
0: they're in yeah, quotes. Awesome. Four matchup, red four matchup. Yeah. is home to Arsenal. But listen, okay, like yeah, that's they're gonna, gonna score. Be- they're <laughs> exactly. gonna score on, on Arsenal.
2: But listen, this was this was Tottenham. Yeah, and James Madison scored, so I'm not worried about matchup first. I'm talking about. James Madison yeah. gets a goal. The mojo's good. The vibes. We're but all about the vibes
0: tonight. The I vibes like, are good. I like Madison and his up arrow because he's been due. And I feel like maybe this goal kind of unlocks it. It was a fantastic goal. Yeah. One of me
2: wants to prioritize getting James Madison into my midfield.
1: All it needed all he needed to have happen was to have a a good goal ruled out ruled out and then for spurs to sub victor wanyama on that's to right. make the worst substitute <laughs> appearance of the entire <laughs> <That's> season for <laughs> tottenham <laughs> that's all it took to unlock james listen you i Now
0: stop I'm, you love I james i have Madison. i have
1: been all rah rah about James you Madison have been. all season. Even though I you were just pooping love... on him. No the <laughs> the only thing that the only thing that would make me nervous is what's going on with his ankle. I mean that's, that's the, fair. That's the one thing for me that I, like looking at him and just rushing to buy him. I would want to know for sure that his ankle's okay.
0: And I would also say this: David Silva's point four more at five. So Madison's at one, David Silva's at five. What do you do? Yeah take the guy on the team who likes to score 4 to 5 goals a week.
1: Sure. But but Madison has been outstanding. Is that the is that the answer you want?
2: Well, I guess wait and see on the ankle, right? Yeah, Before he just lock said in the wild Well, card. the
1: the thing that was bad is that he said uh, after the match he said I was a bit worried, but I'll get it checked out. Yeah. So uh, I don't What does that mean? I mean, you saw him. They didn't sub him off and he could barely he could barely move. So it's tender. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure he got some love and attention, a little TLC, and he'll be just fine. Unless it's ligament. He's a young lad. Unless
1: it's ligament damage, I mean, what? It's not like he's uh, 40 years most. old
0: and his body doesn't heal. He's getting some stem cells shot in on it right now. He's fine. <laughs>
1: next next match, <laughs> home to Newcastle, perfect match to get a there rest. There you go.
0: Exactly. Uh, well, Save, let
1: him get rest for uh, two
2: weeks when they go to play. All right, so podium. he's not going into my wild card lineup. Noted. Everton, nil, Sheffield United, two. Up the
0: blades!
2: <laughs> John Lindstr- Lundstrom makes the dream team for game week six. Of course hey. he
0: does. You know where John Lundstrom was on my team, Brian? On in your bench. Your, he was buried in Second your bench. Second on my bench. If he had been first, he would have snuck in because yeah. Sterling didn't play. Was Cantwell first on your bench? Yes, he was. <laughs> Screw me. F <laughs> me. on it. Well. Hey. I, Guess who's in
2: my wild card lineup as of right now? Lundstrom. I've got to eat my words on John Lundstrom. Yes, you do. I mean, listen, my bet is that he becomes... Chew that big blade. My bet is that he becomes irrelevant after game week 18. So if I can (laughs) wild card him in now and get a few months of benefit from John Lundstrom, I'm okay with that. You got him
1: him when he's less than 4.5, which means you bought him at the right time. That's fair. You bought him at a right enough time, I should say. The right time to buy him was when he was $4.
2: Sure, he's 4.3. As we record.
1: Call him by his correct name, John Lundstrom, the number one scoring defender.
0: You beat me to it.
1: <laughs> say it. I no, wanted then to you say, say that. it. Fine. You
2: say it. No,
0: then. I want to say Scott. You know who the number one scorer in defender scoring is? It's your boy Lundstrom.
2: Well, and not only that, I referenced the points per pound squad that we post on Facebook earlier. John Lundstrom with this performance is now the highest points per pound scorer in the league as well. He passed yeah. Timu Puki with this performance.
1: And hey, his the pass to Mousset was for filthy. the goal. Was that pass perfect.
0: was DeBrowne-ish. That Kevin, pass was yeah. filthy.
1: Kevin de Bruyne <laughs> uh, has now Continue, cre- listen, to do this every time. has now created four big chances. I know this matters to you guys because only Kevin de Bruyne and Roberto Firmino have
0: <laughs> have more. Yes, it does matter to me, Brian. That guy's in my lineup. From now on, except for next week at Liverpool.
2: (laughs) Right. Actually, why not? No, that's my dilemma. Honestly, why not?
0: Why not play in the next week? Liverpool still hasn't. They've had one clean sheet in six match weeks. Why not? Why can't the Blades at home get something at Liverpool? You know they're going to be up for that game. That's my struggle with playing. You know they're
2: going to be up for that game. (laughs) I've activated my wild card already. I'm I'm committed to this. I don't want to wait to bring Lundstrom in His price only continues to go up. I've already missed three tenths, as we mentioned. But the next opponent being Liverpool, yeah, I don't know what to do because I want to be happy and excited about my wild card lineup, but that's not going to happen when Lundstrom is playing. against I Liverpool. think
1: owning John Lundstrom for less than five dollars should make <laughs> you happy by itself.
2: So wait a week; he's not going up seven tenths. Of he's going to be
1: four point four for sure this you, week.
2: At least get him. At I mean, I've got, I've got three, how, how I've activated the wild cards. So I have got him in at 4.3. How he okay. is
1: not one hundred percent owned is beyond me. I really do not understand Because it.
0: he's not playing in defense, and that's what we love about yeah. him. He's not playing in defense. If we haven't said this for a few weeks, this is why we love him. He's playing in an attacking midfield position. <sighs> and
2: yet, Sheffield United can't keep doing this, can they? Why not, Scott? Can they? They have belief. Hey, maybe they also. You know who else they have? Why? They have a manager named Chris Wilder. And guess what? I've got a Chris Wilder quote of the you week for you. Nailed that translation. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. That's right. Chris Wilder's quote this week: We're delighted. It was just a ridiculous game. That's possibly the worst we've played all season. Oh, wow. We didn't play anything like our best today, but managed to win the game.
0: Yeah. That's a big double bird to Everton, right there, Chris baby. Uh, just double, said, double
2: bird to Everton.
0: We can we can play it like <laughs> and still beat that <laughs> of you.
1: Good thing this was not the national viewing match here in the United States. That's true. Lots and lots of falling down, rolling, head-clutching, injury embellishment. (laughs) Very La Liga, right, David?
2: Oh.
0: Absolutely La Liga-ish. I
1: was most disappointed, uh, as I said at one point in Slack, that Sheffield finished with two attempts, two shot attempts, uh, because they were winning 1-0 with zero attempts on goal.
2: That's amazing.
1: Uh, it, their first shot didn't happen until around the 73rd minute, and the second shot they had was uh, the goal. So they had two total shots and won 2-0, and one of those shots did not go in.
0: Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know Thank
1: what? you, Yerry Mina. That's
2: amazing. Win's a win, Brian. Well, that's true. Well, that's our game week dream team uh, when five city players are on the dream team. you forgot one, didn't you? I don't think so. Didn't you forget Yannick Vestergaard? You mean Vestergaard didn't make the dream team this week? He didn't go up another 10th, though, Brian.
1: Oh, man, do you think all the new Vestergaard owners really like the one point that Vestergaard got them this week? (laughs) Oh, I hope that one point is really good for you. If they listened to us, they did not go get him. Oh, my gosh.
2: There are three more names I want to mention. I want to give honorable mention to three more guys. Guys that didn't make the Dream Team, but that we have not discussed yet. We'll start with the big match of the weekend. It was Chelsea 1, Liverpool 2. Liverpool stayed perfect on the season, in part because Roberto Firmino scored what ended up being the game-winning goal here. Guys, again, I've got a big week here. I'm playing my wild card. Yeah. Roberto Firmino's at nine and a half. We've talked about that being an odd price point. Yeah. I've got to, that's going to, whether or not I bring Roberto Firmino into my wildcard lineup will determine what my strategy is. Yeah. But five, eight, two, 12, eight, and then nine in this match. Yeah. What do you make of Roberto
0: Firmino? He's a freaking stud. Yeah. I, his fl- I, I don't know. We, like, we've never, I've never thought otherwise. Late last season, we did.
2: He, he dropped in form late last season. But he is that quintessential guy. You put him in, and you just forget about it, right? Unless you go, like last year, well, it was like six weeks without return.
1: Well, now, I mean, this he's looked great from week one. I mean, from the very first minute of the first match, hes I don't feel like he's passed the eye test for, for us. I know we talked about that as early as possible. And he's getting attacking returns so i i i don't i just feel like that i feel like the difficulty for a lot of people is half half of fpl owns virgil van dyke why 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 make that one of your liverpool players why i I, what i i that is one of the most baffling ownership percentages to me is 48.8 percent on virgil van dyke i cannot understand that at all
2: I, up until this point, have been sticking with Andy Robertson. His last three weeks, six, five, and eight, mm-hmm. eight in this match. With the wild card, I'm having a really hard time shipping him out. But I'm having a really hard time doing what I want to do elsewhere mm, yeah, in the without squad getting with him, him in there. Yeah. Problem is, there's not a lot of defensive guys I like.
1: That's what happened to me whenever I whenever I played mine. Is that I had I had Trent Alexander Arnold, and it's not because I wanted to just immediately get rid of alexander arnold it was that everywhere else that i was lacking i couldn't do what i needed to do without making the sacrifice and it was a terrible sacrifice well you imagine like sacrificing the wrong person if you are if you're like a voodoo (laughs) priest or whatever but sometimes you feel remorse if you're if you do that
2: I think you do. I think you do. But then you move even on.
1: in like a weird. If you're into some like weird cultish kind of thing, I
2: think you allow yourself a moment and then you move on. All right. Just, there, just in business. There's there's ten percent. You gotta give yourself that ten percent margin for error. And I okay. think you know you, you kill the wrong guy. That's your margin, and then you move on.
1: I just want to ask the question.
2: But sometimes what? guys are priced where what? they're supposed to be. Trent Alexander Arnold is one example. I mean, yeah. He's going to score points this season. Yes, he is. Guess what? Andy Robertson is very quickly catching up to Trent Alexander-Arnold.
0: He scored eight here. Alexander-Arnold scored seven. It's just weird because with for Robertson through six match weeks, Shar, Pereira, Peters, Vestergaard, and Lundstrom, are, and his own teammate TAA, are all scoring more points than it's true. him. True. So, but but what are we? What what have we? Uh, what have we been saying a
2: lot in the last couple of weeks, especially? What we're talking about right now is using the past to help us predict the future, right? Like, those points have been scored. But again, Vestergaard, I think he's hit his ceiling for the season.
0: I You'd would argue— You need to stop saying that because every time you say that about someone, you end up looking like a stupid dummy. Really? <laughs> you
2: said that about Pookie and Cantwell a few yep. weeks ago. Burnley, to Burnley look- two, Norwich, nil. Look— As a friend. It's just the beginning. As a friend, I'm trying to help you. Burnley to Norwich nil. I'm trying to help you. I I think Lundstrom has a couple of months left, and then he's going to go downhill. (laughs) Listen, I'm sticking to this.
0: We're only six weeks into the season. I know. But in fairness, we are six weeks in. This isn't the first two, three weeks. First two, three weeks, I'm still having a hard time grasping what's going on. Six weeks? You're getting real close to what's should be the mean you think Vestergaard is
2: going to continue to play well this season I don't that, know y- you stopped me when I said now, Vestergaard has hit now, his ceiling
0: I'll, I'll say this
2: I'm ready for a Vestergaard bet he
0: continues to be up on set pieces and he is a he because is every a, center back is better. up on on yeah, set he's, pieces he's, <laughs> right. and
1: his entire career <laughs> has netted him one goal and it was this season there is that is insane Look, it is insane to trust a Southampton center back. Are you insane?
0: Well, there, there's been times before. Hold on, that Yoshida and Virgil Van Dyke in the past have been relevant Southampton center back defenders. If, now, I wish in I wish Maya
1: Yoshida could get a regular spot in this. Fair game. enough. I wish he could. I, I think am
0: he's four four. I am not owning Vestergaard, and I don't. I don't suggest you go own Vestergaard. I, I won't. Card. But. You think Pe- I'm crazy Peters? to say he has he has had hey, his best run this hey, season? If for me, if I'm you, I'm thinking about bringing in Pope. I'm thinking about bringing in at least one Burnley defender. Eric Peters. In you mind. have one. I, I know I do. Eric Peters is load. the guy I've gone great. with. Um, he's going with Peters. Well, great. Lundstrom. I'm just saying, and then Lester's Pereira, whatever. However you want to build it. I'm just saying there's plenty of guys at low cost that are producing as much as the high-cost guys. Moving forward,
2: we need to talk about the Arsenal three Villa Two result. Not because of anything Arsenal did. <laughs> Not because of anything Arsenal did, Dave. But because I want to talk about John McGinn again.
0: They kid's a stud. And I almost I brought in Mount this week, but I wanted to bring in McGinn, and that might end up biting me in the foot. Should the Captain McGinn. I loved Chelsea's schedule going forward. I really like McGinn because I, I'd already been looking at who am I going to bring in for for Ceballos. And it was it was Mount, Daniel James, um, McGinn are all in that category. And I don't fault anyone for bringing McGinn. Villa is better than people think.
2: Well, they're in a relegation spot right now. So they better get the results they need to get out they've, of there. They've been quite. unfortunate. Uh, agreed. And their schedule's not terrible coming up. With that said, first of all, I hate it when something bites me in the foot, like Dave just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Second, I want to rank. Is it the your three... own
1: mouth that's
0: yeah. biting you on the foot? Sometimes it bites you in the mouth, foot, whatever. Okay. Freaking... Let's let's
2: let's give me give me your rankings on the three guys you just mentioned: Mason Mount, John McGinn, and Daniel James. Yeah, Mason Mount, John McGinn, Daniel James. In terms of your lineup now, I'm not you no. Know, this isn't. I don't want to talk about real life, but who you would want to bring into your lineup?
0: Give me, give me your your ranking. John McGinn is five six as we sit here. Mount McGinn and James, but it. I'm telling you, it is so slim the margin there, and I wouldn't fault anyone for changing that order.
2: I like your order, and I, there's actually a version of my wild lineup that has both Mount and McGinn.
0: Sure, why not? That I, I don't. I I love that. That's great, especially with the schedule coming up. The, I agree. Do you you disagree with that order, Brian? Because uh, I feel like this is definitely fantasy relevant here.
1: No, I don't. Especially because Mount played today. I think we'd be talking. I think it would be a clear. uh, It's already kind of clear for Mount just because he's been very good. I have. I have. I mean, we talked about it last week. I mean, I have reservations about what Mason Mount is, where he's scoring, how he has scored up to this point. It's very Callum Uh, Wilson-ish. And of a little bit. I mean, it's the, I think the, the vibe with the vibe. I think the vibe with Manchester United is enough to push you off of James. Daniel James. That could change if Martial comes back next week and Pogba plays again and all of a sudden they have a little bit more going forward. Yeah. That changes things. He, when it's him, Mata, uh, you know Where Rashford who's doing nothing, no, it, it, hoping that that uh, McTominay and and, and Matich can the can yeah are good distributors. Yeah, like that's, that's just ridiculous. not that's not the same as it was a couple weeks ago when they had kind of everybody. Yeah. So I mean that's the one part of the Manchester United thing that I'm like, come on! I mean, what are they supposed to do? They didn't even. Mason Greenwood has tonsillitis, really? Where was that?
0: He's only seventeen. I mean. Wh- <laughs> He's still got braces, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: well, look, all I'm saying is, I I think that Mason Mount is like Mason man. Mason Mount should have probably scored today.
0: No, uh, no, I no, mean no, Mason no, no. Mount not, not should have. He absolutely. If Tammy Abraham is not doing his well, striker thing, no, I'm things, saying Mount just all, shooting. No, Mount had late, a late of in the his game. I, yeah, I think it was a perfect.
1: Late. The ball was played in perfectly, and Mount just Mount just kicked it, up, just skied it. Yeah. So oh, like, a, a little bit better, he a little bit. to get yeah.
0: chances. I think the kid's a stud, so. Yeah, agreed. All right, it, one but,
1: more. But you're right, Villa, Burnley, Norwich, Brighton, know, upcoming. doesn't get any better. I mean, you, you like it.
2: Yeah. One more name I want to mention because I can't. You mentioned Nick Pope as as someone I should be considering for my wild card liner. Hell, yeah. But I can't get past the fact that I might want Lucas Fabianski instead. I know he's four tenths higher. Fabianski's form is amazing 7 10 and 8 obviously West Ham are in good form with Bournemouth Crystal Palace Everton Sheffield coming up
1: they don't score a ton and so when they get clean sheets Fabianski ends up with bonus points it seems like he gets bonus points a lot when it's low scoring like that the offensive players tend if it's a, a goal I mean, maybe the striker does just because the the bonus point system points for a striker is are it, the the number is so high, but that's why defenders and occasionally goalkeepers like Ramsdale, you know, in a in a even in that game, you know, it's pretty high scoring. Like he, you know, it's just a lot of extra extra points in the bonus point system. Fabianski's really good for that. Yeah. I don't hate that move.
2: Look, it's a move down either way because Ederson's been my starting keeper to this point. But I'm really tempted to go to Fabianski. And then maybe, I mean, I know that it's still not terrible, but you know Pope's next few opponents, Everton, I mean, they're they're at Villa, but then Everton, Leicester, Chelsea. Maybe I go Fabianski, and then I go further down to Pope in a month.
0: Look, let's let's talk real about this. Other than the five goals they gave up to Manchester City in week one, in week two they gave up one goal to Brighton, the Trashbirds. And in week three... They gave up one goal to Watford, which they won that game three to one. Yeah, and then they've had three clean sheets in a row. Yeah. So Scott, that's not as crazy as it sounds. No, I mean
2: Fabianski has been a pod favorite for years, regardless of the club he's played for. I think it's time for us to consider him for this season.
0: I do like their schedule coming up. I think that's decent. I think that's decent advice. Well, thank you. For, I, look I, at you.
2: You know, sometimes I sometimes i i can do (laughs) smart things i mean i haven't to this point in the season but sometimes you know my wild card has inspired me what can i say good good all right one more result to discuss namely because there's one more award to give out crystal palace one wolves one brian you have a winner for the christian benteke wasteful player of the week award who wins it this week
1: i can't believe we're back on it again but the winner of this week's Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award goes to none other than Christian Benteke. Of course
2: it does,
1: <laughs> because substitute Christian Benteke had an opportunity along with Jeffrey Schlup. They both they both win the award this week. Jeffrey Schlup and Christian Benteke both had outstanding chances to put the game away when it was one nil, and both of them decided to kick the ball directly at Rui Patricio. <laughs> And every time that happens, you know that every announcer is going to say he's got to do better with that. Yeah. And I just thought, Christian Benteke, do better with what? Scott, he well, it's better He for can't him. do better Scott. with that. I, I just thought the guy doesn't. The guy is just he is a, he's now only a substitute, and yeah, he did not do better with that. And uh, Adama Traore and yeah. Diogo Jota yeah. made them pay in stoppage time.
0: Uh- At the last second of stoppage time. A fantastic move.
1: So, congratulations. Welcome back to uh, Fantasy Irrelevant Relevance. Yes. Christian Benteke, you You win your your own own award. award. Yes, you did. And thank you for dragging Jeffrey Schlupp along with you.
0: Hey, you know who else kicks balls directly to the goalkeeper when they have the entire goal ahead of them? Is under 12 teams, as I was coaching them this weekend <laughs> and i'm losing my mind because i have kids that it it's like everything goes in slow motion when the ball is just bouncing in front of the goal and you're wondering who's going to actually get a toe on it and of course it's never the team my team and we don't score and we just kick it to the goalkeeper it's great no one gives a <laughs> about that no yeah. certainly it, not but
1: it is a good but it is a good anecdote yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. brian <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Start taking us home. Give us a very relevant... Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Injury roundup. Coming out well, of the you, we already
1: said the issue with Marcus Rashford is a groin. Uh, I would say the, uh, the, all we know is the scans will determine the seriousness of it. So he's TBD, but I think the expectation is he's going to miss a while.
2: Now, as a...
1: They can't... They can't possibly do anything to rush him back. They don't have coverage, so so they hope that Mason Greenwood and uh, and Martial are back. Okay, but that's my And next week, so I'm
2: I'm wild carding. Man, I'd love it if I could bring in a Mason Greenwood at four or five or whatever he is that I know is going to play. But is he going to play? They're just going to put Lingard up
1: there. If he's if he's over this bit of tonsillitis that he's got, yeah, I think he is going to play. Solstar is pretty non-committal about this. You know, it was was pretty non-committal about when or you know that he would definitely get starts. But but yeah, you got to think now if he's healthy and available, this is it's the United Youth Movement. So why not why not throw him in there? I've kept a, I, this was this was the week where I really needed this. I had two of my bench players come in. I think I'll, I'm sure plenty of people had bench players come in. I would have had all three. I really, really wanted Mason Greenwood to not have tonsillatus this week.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I needed all three of my bench guys to come in. Unfortunately, only one scored any points to bring into my squad. Yeah.
1: No, I don't hate it.
2: Ryan, um, who else Who else do we need to include in this week's injury roundup?
1: Well, you got to throw Sadio Mane in there. Uh, there's nothing more that you like looking than looking at your squad and seeing multiple yellow or orange triangles in there. Sade Mane, I think everyone probably scratched their head when they saw uh, who subbed in Milner for Mane
2: today. I think so, yeah. Uh,
1: thankfully, we got clarity on it afterwards. Uh, Jurgen Klopp letting everyone know that it was a that it was a knock that forced the substitution. He said, "Where was it? Sorry, uh, Klopp called it a bad knock. That it was a knock on the bone around the knee." And a dead leg. That's an awful combination. And, and talked about how there was, a, there was a point where he tried to continue and he couldn't. So the best we have right now is that uh, there's hope that he's available for Sheffield. I wouldn't expect him to be doing anything, gotcha. uh, much of anything okay. this week. But obviously he does not want to fall uh, behind his teammate in goal scoring. So I think he'll probably do whatever it takes to be out there.
0: All right, right on.
1: You want to talk about anybody else?
0: Does that, does that complete your answer? Well, we right said on.
1: James Madison, ankle injury, so I'd keep an eye on that okay. if, if there's a scan for that. I think it sucks. They, they threw uh, Emerson back out there. And then he got hurt again. Frank Lampard said he probably came back too soon. Yeah. It was a hamstring, I think. Same exact. It was just a recurrence of what he was already dealing with. Yeah. Uh, so that's why Alonzo was even out there at all. But, you know... If you know you can buy Marcus Alonso at a little bit of a discount and you know he's going to be playing in midfield, you want to take a big swing, big risk with this Chelsea schedule coming up?
0: Joe Marcus Alonso.
1: You want to really spend a ton of money on someone that you have no idea what kind of thing you're going to get
2: back? He sent in what? a few interesting balls today against Liverpool. There's no doubt about that.
1: He was constant.
0: Look, the, the, if there's one thing we know about Alonzo, is the dude has a nose for the net. Yeah, That's true. Right. So, he listen, doesn't defend
1: well, but he does. And, and he, he does and, like and to in this forward. and in this offense, he's not going to have to. He right. will not play defense. He right. will be playing in midfield as an He will be playing basically as a left wing.
0: That's interesting.
1: So. That's why I'm saying it's not entirely stupid because I don't know. Because they, now they have to wait. Yeah. Because now they have to let the Emerson injury heal. Yeah.
2: I agree. So, yeah, he's still
0: six two It's just hard. six two That's it? Scott. That's low. That's interesting with their schedule coming up. I'm just Would saying. you rather have,
1: if you knew he's going to be starting for a little bit, would you rather have Marcus Alonso or Luca Dina?
0: Marcus Alon- Alonzo. Alonzo, no yeah, question. Yeah, and true. how
1: much dip price difference is there between those two?
2: They're the same price, Brian. They're both at 6-2 as of earlier today.
1: Yeah. I think right this moment, for at least for a bit, knowing that ne- next week, Manchester City, do you trust Everton to go to Burnley and hold a clean sheet Hell, right man. now? No. Do you trust them to hold a clean sheet against this West Ham team that you saw today? No. No. That's who they play in their next three. So if it takes three weeks for Emerson to get better, you might get three weeks of Alonzo. Was that worth it to
0: you?
2: Interesting take.
1: Might be worth a flyer.
0: Scott, you want to hear about the Fantasy Soccer FC Super League? Super League? Yeah. I'd love to. That's because I I had to come up with a distinction because there was a few of us... Nine to ten of us in the mini-league yeah. last year. So I'm going to call the Fantasy Soccer FC Super League because yeah. they're still like a little mini-league, the, the OGs. League within the league, yeah. The yeah, OGs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Joe Morgan Pookie Man crushed it this week with an 83. He Now that jumps him up into first place with 406 points overall. Dominion 2000, who's been in the top three the last three or four weeks, mm-hmm. had a great week with 81. Game of throw-ins, who was, I think, atop the league last week, has dropped to third. Um, and then, look, I want to give a special shout-out to uh, seventh-place Yidis Cletus Bradley, his first year playing Fantasy Premier League. Bradley, I'm going to throw something at you real quick. He's he's a City fan. So he adopted City last year, so he started the year with Sterling, Bruyne, and Aguero. And he's gotten all of their points, and he's had the captain on them. So good for you, Bradley Yetus Cletus. You are in seventh. And then, hey, our own mini league, Andrew the Ref, sitting right there in tenth in the Super League points. And more like, more like Benitez.
1: Yeah, not Benitez. <laughs> not Benitez. <laughs> Bye, Benitez. Bye
0: and uh, Andrew the Ref, congratulations. You are in the top ten of the super league as i'm going to reference it very good
2: you can find us anywhere where you can find fantasy soccer fc online twitter facebook uh, patreon instagram Uh, we do different things in all those different areas so follow us all of those different places brian any uh quick takes on what you're going to do for game week seven at this point
1: Uh, I'm probably going to uh, not hit my captain again and uh, (laughs) possibly even not hit on my vice captain after my captain is a no-show. No, I'll probably just keep it where it has been. Uh, I'll probably go back to Raheem Sterling because now I can't quit. So, But I don't know. I mean, my other good option in my lineup would be Harry Kane.
2: Uh, Spurs hosting Southampton, not a terrible
0: matchup. Oh Harris Harris against Vestergaard Brian. What's not to love about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Scott, you haven't asked me, but I'm going to tell you. Well, I was about to ask you next. I made two free transfers this week. Okay, as I saved one last week, coming off my wild card. Okay, I brought in Serge Aurier for Luca Digne. Okay, I said that has how NBC pronounces That's it. True. That's true. It's incorrect. It's Digne. Okay. But it's not Dean.
2: Yes, but you feel good about that move. Suck
0: on that, Arlo. And then uh, Mason Mount for Ceballos. Okay. So those were my, those. my that's the work I did midweek. Chelsea hosting Brighton. Chelsea hosting that. Brighton. So Abraham and Mount are both interesting captain's choices. Hmm. I am not going to go away from taking a stud. So I'm looking at Aguero, Sterling, Sala, Bruyne. I'm probably gonna go back to Sterling, considering he's due. Really? Mm-hmm. Just
2: on? You just got a feeling.
0: I don't like the Salah away at Sheffield. Well,
2: Liverpool and City are both away. They Liverpool are. Liverpool are going to Sheffield, City Everton going to Everton. to be disheveled. So,
0: I don't look. In fairness, last week I said I was going with Sterling, and I changed it to Aguero. We said. had a
2: listener on social media who called you out for that, saying, what in the world, wh- why would you consider Sterling when Aguero's the guy in
0: form? That's interesting. Well,
2: And then in the end, you went with Aguero. I, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't know
0: funny. that, but obviously I wised up to what they were saying. So. Yeah. Uh, if there's a listener out there that wants to give me some more advice, I'm welcome and open <laughs> to that. Um, so I think I'm going to go back to Sterling, but I'm telling you right now, uh, home Chelsea home to the Trashbirds. Abraham and Mount will both warrant po- a possible selection next week.
2: Very interesting. I can't possibly tell you as I sit here because I'm going to be playing with my wild card all week. But Harry Kane does intrigue me, and I might have to go to Kane as I mentioned earlier, so he would probably be my captain pick
0: for game week seven. It's just tough going against Aguero because he's pointed in every single stinking week. Yeah,
1: true. And, I mean, even if you want it, like Yang has scored in the last two matches. How do you feel about this him this doing against, that at against United, United though? I, I mean, I don't think there's anything about this Manchester United team defensively that makes you think Arsenal can't get something.
0: No, I don't. Th- like, this is the Manchester team... offensively that makes you think, oh, wow, Arsenal defensively might actually. And, look, I'll say this. Maitland Niles went out with the injury this week. No one cares about this but me. He would have been. Well, that's not true. Bellerin and Tyranny both played under 23s this week. They both put in a shift. So, both of them might be starting next week, and Rob Holding might be starting as well. It might be a whole new look Arsenal team next week defensively so I, I i don't know what to think about no
1: i mean you just said it you said it earlier i mean obama yang has gotten you a return every, every single, single week. week so i mean if you really want i mean if you really want to take a shot on on form and the, go with callum wilson to duplicate again i mean they do get to play they get to play west ham i mean so how much do you believe in the west ham defense three clean sheet west at, ham on at the spin? Bournemouth. There, are, I feel like there are options. Hey, you know who scored a lot against uh, in the like as far as the fixture coming up is Iosi Perez when he was with Newcastle scored a ton, like in multiple matches in a row against Leicester. So now that he's on Leicester, uh, maybe he'll go back. Maybe he's due for a goal on his own on his old club.
0: Interesting. I love guys when they play their own their old clubs.
1: You want, you want a real roll of the dice? Why not try Iozzi? <laughs> Does anyone
0: even Perfect. know him? Alonzo <laughs> and I'm Un- Unbelievable. Hey, listen, we gave you way, way more than we probably should have. <laughs> I love it. Hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.